When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Dr. Caroline Leith, and welcome to this podcast. Today, we're continuing the discussion on mindsets from my new book, Think, Learn, Succeed, How to Succeed at School, Work, and Life. Last week, I introduced you to the concept of what a mindset is, and let me remind you what a mindset is. A mindset is a thought with information and emotions, and they are very powerful, and this is basically a mindset is how we perceive situations. So moment by moment of every day as you're going through life, you are viewing life through your mindsets. I've identified 15 mindsets of successful people that help people to succeed. And over these series of podcasts, I'm going to be discussing these. Last week, I introduced you to the thinker mindset. Now today, I'm going to talk to you about the controlled thinking mindset and the words mindset. So let's begin. The controlled thinking mindset is exactly what it says. We need to control our thinking. We cannot let thoughts rampage through our mind in a chaotic way. Thoughts are real things with real energy that are creating real structural change in the brain. And the more we allow them to float around our mind, the more attention we pay to them, the stronger they become, the more energy they get, and the more they become part of your mindset, influencing how you function. If the thoughts that are moving through your mind are healthy and positive, and they're building towards positive mindsets, that's great. But if they're chaotic and toxic and negative and and you are paying attention to them, then you're building toxic mindsets in your brain. Besides this impacting how you will succeed in your day and in your life, they are also going to be damaging your brain because toxic mindsets cause neurochemical chaos in the brain. In fact, every cell of the body gets, gets affected by these chaotic, toxic mindsets. So we need to learn to engage interactively with each thought that we have, taking control over them and learning to enjoy the moment that you're in. It's very difficult in our very busy day and age with all our access to to social media and all the different technologies to control our thought life. It's very easy to be very busy, but we need to choose to be controlled in our busyness so that we can control our thought life. It's worth saying again what I just said. We need to learn to engage interactively with each thought that we have. According to brain research, we are designed to engage interactively with each thought that we have and take control over each thought that we have. Deciding do we want this thought or don't we want this thought? Because whatever you want, you'll pay attention to and it will physically grow into your brain and change the structure of your brain. Whatever thought we don't want, we don't pay attention to and it will go away. So you're very much in control of your thought life. And that's why a controlled thinking mindset is is a huge key to success in successful people's lives. Essentially, your job is to analyze a thought before you decide to either accept or reject it. So this requires quite a disciplined, controlled way of thinking. Consciously controlling your thoughts is considered from research to be the best way of detoxing your brain and your body. 
So yes, obviously healthy eating and exercise are vitally important, but consciously controlling your thoughts is considered the best way of detoxing your brain and your body. Here's an example. Just see if this is, sounds a bit like you. How many could have, would have, should have statements have you uttered today? How many if onlys? How many times have you replayed a bad conversation or situation in your head thinking about how it could have gone differently? How many times have you thought of what may happen in the future worrying about something you cannot control? How much time do you spend speculating? Do thoughts just run through your brain and, and you feel like you cannot control them? Are you honest with yourself or do you run from your thoughts and feelings? Do you go through the motions of the day not really committed to a goal, just saying one thing but meaning another? Is your thinking distorted? Have you formed a personal identity around a problem or a disease that you're facing? Do you speak about my arthritis, my multiple sclerosis, my heart problem, my indecisiveness? Do you ever make comments like, nothing ever goes right for me, everything I touch fails, or I always mess up? Does your mind often feel foggy? Do you battle with remembering things? Do you battle to learn? Okay, that's a lot of stuff. But I'm trying to give you an example of an uncontrolled thought life. If you find, if you could say yes to even one of those things, that's an indication for you that you're not being disciplined enough in controlling your thoughts. Now, this sounds great, but how do you do it? You need to start by looking at your mental processes. And what I, what I explain in my book, Think, Learn, Succeed, my new book, is that research shows that we are able to consciously be aware of what we're thinking about literally every 10 seconds. So six times a minute, you can consciously be aware of what you're thinking about, what you're saying, and what you're doing, and you can control it. But this requires very intentional and very deliberate thinking, which is very good. It does take effort. We get into lazy patterns of just being reactive. I'm talking about being very proactive when we talk about controlling your thought processes. It is possible to learn about your mental processes through thinking about your thinking and choosing what to think about. This process of self-reflection is not only possible, it's essential. It's important to remember that thoughts create your mood and influence how you feel physically. For example, when you experience a fear-based emotion, you can literally feel under the weather because when you are focusing on that fear and you're just letting it run rampant through your body, what you're doing in your mind is affecting every cell of your brain and your body. And because we're designed and wired for optimism or love, when we operate and start focusing on toxic things, then our body starts breaking down. So we physically can feel under the weather as a result of our thought life. So controlling our thoughts is essential because controlling our thoughts is a way of controlling how we feel physically. It controls the effectiveness of how every cell in our body is functioning. You can also, if you don't control your thoughts, your thoughts can become very distorted and you can lose the joy of the now moment. So many people have said to me over the years, I just don't feel joy. I just don't feel peace. I just always feel kind of worked up. One of the first things I always say to people when they say that to me is, how disciplined is your thought life? And I can tell you without fail, the answer will be, Wow, my thought life's chaos. So the first thing one needs to do is learn how to control your thought life. As you think about thoughts, you need to analyze them in as objective a way as possible before you choose what, what to believe and what to reject. So what I teach in my book and in, in my book Think, Learn, Succeed 
is how to be mindful and how to go beyond mindfulness. You see, mindfulness allows you to develop a heightened sense of awareness in the present moment, which helps you to be aware of that every 10 seconds ability that we have to control our thoughts. And it also, mindfulness also helps you to accept things as they are without any judgment and emotional reactivity, which is very important. So you have this almost objective, almost stand, almost looking at yourself in the third person. Going beyond mindfulness, however, takes it so much deeper. So once you've done the mindfulness part where you're aware of the moment, going beyond mindfulness is actually then controlling your thoughts. And I teach you techniques called superposition and the multiple perspective advantage, which are techniques that you can use to help you to stand back and observe your own thinking and be aware of the incoming and the upcoming information and make those right choices. I encourage you to get this book so that you can learn how to do this. Let's talk now about the words mindset. Words are the fruits of our thoughts. Wow, that is a powerful statement and I want to say it again. Words are the fruits of our thoughts. So if you want to know what you're thinking, listen to what you're saying. Because whatever you're saying, you've first thought about. It's physically impossible to say something without having first built the thought in your head. It's just how science works. Every word that comes out of your head has first been built into thought networks inside of your brain, which means you've spent the time building that thought into your head. So words are a wonderful way of helping you to control your thought life. As you've gathered by now with the thinker mindset and the controlled thoughts mindset and now the words mindset, these mindsets all work together. So they all bounce off each other and help each other. So words are the fruits of our thought. So a great way of examining what we're thinking about. And if you don't like what you're saying, then you may not like what you're thinking and therefore you need to change them, which you can. Words are very useful because they provide insight into what is holding you back or propelling you forward. Don't just gloss over the words that you say or how you say them. Focus on why you've said them. If you say something in a way that comes out of your mouth that you're shocked, maybe you say something that you think, wow, I didn't realize I was thinking that. Well, maybe you need to analyze there's something going on deep down inside of you that's actually produced that fruit of those words. And it's worth examining. You may want to write those down. You may want to then go through a process of detoxing them. And I need to encourage you that when we talk about the time mindset in one of the podcasts coming up, you'll see that it doesn't, things don't just change automatically. You can't just do something once and then expect it to change. Change takes time. You're going to hear me say often, and you'll see it in my book, Think, Learn, Succeed, and in all my books, I talk about how it takes a minimum of 63 days, three cycles of 21, to be able to change our thoughts inside of our head. So don't get disillusioned if you notice that you're saying things that you don't like and you try and change it, but you only try once and it doesn't work. Perseverance takes time. Perseverance has a number attached to it. Perseverance leading to change takes around about 63 days. For more on this, I've got lots of information in my book, Think, Learn, Succeed. The words you speak actually feed back into your physical thoughts that you have built into your mind. So as you speak the word, you hear them, and then they go straight back to where they came from, reinforcing that memory. So if you don't capture them, every time you speak them, you make the memory inside your brain 
physical structure that you built with your mind inside your brain even stronger. And then that is a strong toxic word mindset. So your words will show you your word mindsets that you need to change. So be aware in a very self-regulated way, which you learned about in the controlled thinking mindset of what words you're saying and be aware that they, as you say them, they're increasing the strength of that word mindset. And if it's a toxic word mindset, well, write that down somewhere and make a decision that you're going to start working on that. When you make negative statements, you actually release negative chemicals into the brain. These chemicals allow negative memories to grow stronger, especially if you continue to allow these thoughts to dominate your thinking. Whatever you think about the most grows. And when you constantly think about something negative and speak about it, it can become a negative stronghold that controls your mindsets and your life. Every time that you utter a negative statement, you release negative quantum energy and peptides through your body that affect the environment of your brain, which in turn affects the body, putting your body into toxic stress. And that's why when you say toxic things, you actually feel horrible afterwards. You might even feel kind of almost fluey or under the weather. Now, here's another very important point about words. What you do and say must reflect what you're thinking and actually believing on the inside. So the root, what you're really thinking, and the fruit, what you are saying, need to match up. Or you're going to create neurochemical chaos inside your brain. This is called cognitive dissonance. It's a lack of congruence and it causes toxic stress. So let's say that you are believing one thing about yourself, but you want to believe another. Just saying a positive affirmation or just positive thinking, that's not going to help you. Positive thinking or positive affirmations, just saying something without really believing it is not going to help you. So let's say that you are always saying something like, I can't do this, I I always fail. Now that you might not take a positive affirmation and say, I can do this, I'm not going to fail anymore. But deep down inside, you don't believe it. So now what you've done is thrown yourself into cognitive dissonance. You're saying things that are actually fighting what you believe and you're believing the negative. So what you need to do is make it more, you kind of need to make it fit better. Instead of saying something like, I'm not negative or I won't ever fail, which is a bit unrealistic because we are going to make mistakes. Things are going to happen. It's rather to say, well, I don't want to say that I'm always failing. I'm going to attempt to not say that anymore. I'm going to see failure as getting new information. So in other words, kind of paraphrase it into a way that shows that you're in a process of development. Just trying to say the positive version of the negative statement can sometimes put more stress on us than we realize and doesn't really enhance our success. It kind of gets us stuck. So what we want to do is create statements that we are, that are more believable and that show that we're in a process of development and that recognize and acknowledge, well, this is what I'm battling with, but this is how I would, this is how I'm striving to become. Being more intentionally mindful about what you want to say, what you are saying, and what you are actually thinking about what you are saying will bring all sorts of prefrontal resources in your brain to work. And it will get a part of your brain called the amygdala unstuck from toxic emotions. You see, when we get very negative in our thought life and speak negative words and feed that negative energy back, we cause damage in our brain. And what they've, what research in neuroscience has found is that very negative thinking and very negative speaking causes a little bit of damage in a part of the brain called the amygdala, which is a part of the brain which is involved in processing emotions. So we can control that by how we are thinking. So by framing your world with your words involves replacing negative thinking words by changing your word mindset. 
So just to wrap this up, when you start speaking positive words, words that are rooted in honest thinking, you literally destroy the old toxic memory and grow beautiful new memory to replace this painful and oppressive one. And you do this by observing your words. So today we've spoken about the controlled thinking mindset and the words mindset. It's so important to control your thinking to succeed. It's so important to control your words to succeed. For more information on this, I encourage you to get my new book called Think, Learn, Succeed. Thank you for joining me today. I'm Dr. Caroline Leaf.